Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much. And uh, welcome back, our second hour. And we're glad to have you tuned. Get all my stuff back in place here. Trying to identify a plant for someone. And uh, we are now ready for this second hour. Give us a call, won't you please? Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones. And his will be the first voice that you'll hear. He's the nice guy of the two of us. And uh, you'll get him when you dial through at 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. Then you'll get me, grizzled old me, and we'll talk plants, your plants. So I hope you will call. I don't do... Don't do pasture stuff very much because I don't know it. It's not my specialty, uh, but I'll be happy to help you best I can. But in landscapes and gardens, I've been doing commercial broadcasting like this, commercial horticulture, uh, since uh, since 1978. And before that, I was with the Extension Service since 1970 and did it there, too. So it's uh, turned into kind of a career. So I'd love to hear from you. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. The most asked question of the week hasn't been asked yet, but that is um, uh, that is uh, armyworms. had a lot of armyworms around North Texas. If you have Bermuda grass and if it is turning suddenly brown, especially if you're seeing a lot of blackbirds out there pecking around on the lawn, then uh, that's probably armyworms, and uh, you need to... Uh, uh, you need to go out and look closely, see if you see uh, larvae, uh, caterpillars, worms, crawling around on the blades of grass. Now, they may already have finished their work and pupated and, and started turning into moths to fly off and lay more eggs. There'll be another generation, probably. But if you still see the, the worms, then you can spray them with almost any general-purpose insecticide. That would include uh, Bacillus thuringiensis, which is BT, and that is a biological worm control, an organic control, if you want to use that. But seven and malathion and the general purpose ones are also effective if you have those on hand and want to use those. It's uh, not an easy, uh, not a difficult insect to control. The good news is that they're only eating the blades of the grass. They're not uh, doing any long-term damage to the grass. Sure, it weakens it a little bit, but not anything very major. It's kind of like scalping the lawn. If you put a good high nitrogen or all nitrogen lawn food uh, on the on the turf and water it in, you'll be amazed in three weeks how great it looks. It'll come right back. So that's army worms, and that's what that is. Uh, this is a uh, message from Baylor Scott and White Health. I thought I would uh, tell you they sponsored this most asked question of the week. And this has to do with a new app that lets you manage your health care your way so that you can keep yourself and your family in tip-top shape. It's called the My BSW Health app, and it helps you schedule appointments, get test results, message your doctors, even handle care for others in your family, all on your schedule and from wherever you are. All you have to do is text the word BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, BETTER, to 88408. You can download it on your iPhone or Android device. That's better to 88408. It's just another reason to do what the Sperry's have been doing for many, many years. Uh, actually, it dates back to 2005 when Baylor Plano, now Baylor Scott and White Health Plano, when they saved our daughter's life. We've been saying thanks to them. Wouldn't you? You bet you would. That's thanks to Baylor Scott and White Health. Text better to 88. Four zero eight. Hi, I'm JJ from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Valspar paint products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, my friend JJ. He is uh, one of the leaders in the Ace Hardware folks, and uh, he uh, makes it all possible for us. He and well, all of them for that matter. So be sure to tell them thanks, if you will, please. Let's go to Matt and Grapevine. His time has finally come here on the air. Matt, this is Neil. Good afternoon. 
Good afternoon, Neil. You have such a gracious voice. I really enjoy your show. Thank you very and, much. I and, love doing it's this. Gotten me, it's gotten me interested in gardening. So my, my first attempt is I bought some uh, honeysuckle and some Carolina jasmine. I want to cover a fence line in my backyard with it. And it's, it's, it's healthy, but it's just not really growing as fast as I wanted. Okay. What kind of honeysuckle? I am not sure. I'm sorry. I just. All right. Do you remember what color the flowers are supposed to be? They're orange, and they they change to yellow near the ends. All right. That's what They're I needed. Orange at the base. Yeah, that's what I needed to know. That would be um, that would be coral honeysuckle or one of the ones similar to that. That's the yeah, name, that's not it. coral. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, both of the plants that you mentioned are shall we say, deliberate growers, they're not speed demons? Is this in full sun? It is in full sun, yes. Okay. Uh, I am a a really big fan of Carolina jessamine, Uh, maybe a little less of a fan of coral honeysuckle because of a a disease called powdery mildew. It, It tends to slow it down a little bit. If I had a fence and wanted to cover it, I'd probably use all Carolina jessamine instead of mixing the two. They're lovely, and when you see a coral honeysuckle blooming beautifully, uh, it's a it's a work of art. Um, but but I I really in my landscape would use uh, all uh, Carolina jessamine of those two plants. Um, but even then, it's not going to grow rapidly. It will cover a fence going vertically. It will get to the top of the fence the second season. It may take it that second season to get there, though. It doesn't grow as, as rapidly, for example, as trumpet creeper, which is not a bad thing. It's probably a good thing, uh, or wisteria or some of the other uh, racehorses. You may not want anything that grows that fast because they would. It, things that grow fast tend to grow way too far, <laughs> get over there too, way too fast. And uh, so, Neil, what it, I'm hoping to do is find some really fragrant that have a really flowery smell. Sure. So I can enjoy my backyard more. Well, and that's going to take a blend of things because now remember your Carolina jessamine plants are going to be in bloom for about 10 or 12 days. And so they'll be fragrant during that time. But the, and that's going to be early in the spring. You may or may not be out there at that time. Uh, they bloom in March, and it's it's still pretty cool then. But they're beautifully fragrant. That's a wonderful fragrance. But then you also plant other things. There are 25 other plants that you plant uh, for a succession of, of fragrance all the way through the growing season. And uh, so you, you, you begin to make a list of things that are very, very fragrant. Um, somewhere in, in the book that you hear me doing ads for, I have a list of fragrant plants, and and uh, and so you start with that, and you go online, and you look at a list of fragrant plants. You know, you have you have bulbs like hyacinths, and and then you have uh, fall blooming plants that are fragrant. And you have everything in between. So, um, okay. So I'm going to order your book today. Well, I I didn't do it for that purpose. I promise. I really didn't. I understand. But thank you. I, I've been wanting to for long i've been on the fence for a long time about it well all right but there and and there's some really good things online also for fragrant plants just make sure that when you look at a list or when you choose a plant that it's something that's really well adapted to our area and so that you're not disappointed fragrance is a delightful thing to add to a garden and and different different nostrils perceive things differently i am a huge fan of a small tree that we grow a, a small shade tree colorful tree called mexican plum i love that fragrance my wife could not could not be around it more than five seconds without going in the house she doesn't like it and she's the only person i've ever known that doesn't like that smell everybody said oh that is so nice and she's headed for the door i'll check that out yeah so anyway just thinking out loud all right thank you so much neil have a wonderful day. Thank you, Matt. I enjoyed it very much. Have a great one. Bye-bye. All right, let's see where we are time-wise. I have now messed up my clock because I am trying to do too many things on my on my phone. And we have confirmation for 245, uh, Mike, so that we will have Pastor Tommy Brummett talking about hummingbirds. And that's great. So...
that will be great. I forgot to text Tommy to see if he had time to be on the air with me, and and he just replied. Uh, let me uh, tell you right now about uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, the book that we were just uh, talking about a bit. And uh, this is the uh, go-to gardening reference. I think it would be for you. I hope so. Uh, if you get it and you say, eh, it's not so much a go-to, uh, then I'll buy it back from you. Even if I've signed it, no problem. I'll be, I'll be happy to buy it back. I'll take that chance, 67,000 copies that I have signed and mailed, and I have not had a request yet for a, a refund. So I, the odds are pretty good that you're going to like the book. It has 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening, what you need to know to get started. And one thing in that chapter is why I feel that the USDA took us off course uh, on the... Um, on the on the hardiness zone map when they did the 2012 hardiness zone map i felt that it was wrong and that the 1990 map was more accurate and i said that and i showed both maps side by side and boy did this year ever prove that one correct so not to say i told you so but the the 1990 map is there for you and i hope you'll use it uh, chapter two is a calendar telling you what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and protected each month of the year. You can look there and see what you need to get done during August. It's right there, and it tells you pre-emergent weed killers go down in late August, for example, and uh, all the other things you do in August and all the other months. And then chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I took a year of my life to write this and loved every moment of it. They were 14-hour days, seven days a week. Our pastor saw very little of Neil that that year. He got one of the first uh, copies beyond our family copies. I signed one to each of our kids and grandkids, and he got one of the first three or four after that. I said, Tommy, this is why I didn't get to church some Sundays. And um, anyway, I think you'll enjoy it. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. It is... uh, I, I sell it personally. I wanted to keep the cost as low as I could. It's only thirty six ninety five, plus tax and postage. It's a hardback on high-quality paper and printed in Texas, not in China. And the reason I wanted to do all of that was so that I could keep the quality up and I could make the decisions myself. No middle people involved in this one. It comes directly from me to your mailbox. Simple as that. So, here are the two ways you can order it. One is by calling my office. The other is by um, uh, is by going to my website. That's the better way, actually. The office phone number, Monday through Friday, is 800-752-GROW. That number is the office right now, but there's nobody there to answer. 800-752-4769. The website, you can do that 24-7. And that uh, uh, web address is neilsperry.com n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y dot com Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening Lens Landscape Lighting not only adds beauty to your home it's also a demonstrated security enhancement when it comes to your greatest investment safety and security never look so good and Lens Landscape Lighting also makes the curb appeal of your home shine even brighter after dark Expertly installed outdoor lighting by Lentz ensures the beauty of your home never takes a night off. For more info, go to LentzLighting.com. That's L-E-N-T-Z Lighting.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit WBRoofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. All right, thank you, sir. And while we're doing the roof, let's also do the foundation. Let's talk about advanced foundation repair. How do you know you have a foundation problem? Well, you probably already are aware of the symptoms. Maybe you see big cracks in the side wall of your house, inside or outside. On the inside, you see tape and bedwork on your sheetrock that's uh, failing. Maybe the uh, tape is, is coming loose. Maybe you just flat see a crack in the sheetrock. Oh, gosh, I hope not. Or perhaps you see windows and doors that are not operating properly. They're drifting open or shut or they're stuck 
Oh, my gosh. Those are times that you need to call advanced foundation repair. On the outside, you see mortar joints that are uh, cracking open. Or, heaven forbid, you see brick or stone that are cracking through the brick or stone. That's really bad. You contact Advanced Foundation Repair, and they come and do a free home inspection of your foundation. They have equipment that will... It's almost like a topographic map of your slab. And they will tell you exactly what you have and quantify the the magnitude of the problem in our case in our sunroom where our problem existed it was a separate uh, pour of a slab they said you have a two and a half inch difference in elevation from that corner and he gestured caddy corner to the other corner to that corner over there in the same room two and a half inch difference oh my gosh and uh, he said there is a big crack, and he had it drawn in. There's carpeting in that room with a thick pad. But he said there's a there's a wide crack right through here, and he had it drawn in. When that carpet was pulled a little later in a remodeling, we could see where that crack was, and he hit it spot on. Just an amazing process to watch them work, and that home inspection is absolutely free. If there is a problem, they will tell you what it is and tell you what it would cost to repair it. If there is no problem, they will tell you that and thank you for contacting them. But if they do fix the problem, you get a guarantee for the lifetime of the home, transferable from owner to owner to owner. That's advanced foundation repair. That's why they lead their industry. They bring their industry forward. Advanced foundation repair on the web, foundationrepairs.com, 214-333-0003, advanced foundation repair. One more time, that number, 214-333-0003. I'm Mark Suriai from Mr. C's Ace Hardware in Hearst. When you need reliable, localized help in great lawn and garden products, outdoor power equipment, or hardware for your home, come see us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Mark, very, very much. I have known him for more than 40 years. That's a long-time friendship. And uh, let's see. Let's go back to the phones. We have Ann in Southlake. Ann, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. Yes, ma'am. I've got an acre and a half that uh, is, in certain places, 50% crabgrass and 50% Bermuda. And uh, it also has uh, crabgrass in it. And each month I decided to pull a different weed. So I've pulled rye, I've pulled poa, I've pulled dandelions, this tiny little pink thing that might be a spur weed that develops burrs. But I'm trying to figure out how to not have to pull all that by hand and what I should do this fall to make it a better lawn okay and you said crabgrass it the biggest problem i think right now it's got crabgrass 100 percent in the gutters but within the lawn is about 50 percent dallas grass and 50 percent okay yeah I, it every- said it said dallas grass on my call screen and i was going to be yeah. really quiet because that's the hard one to control and until you said dallas grass i wasn't going to suggest it because <laughs> i heard you say crabgrass and i thought well, i'm going to take the easy one here um, crabgrass is in the gutters. I'd get, be glad to get rid of it too. Yeah. Well, let me let me tell you the the different kinds of weeds, and let me tell you the different kinds of weed killers. Just bear with me on this. This is not a lengthy answer. Uh, it it may sound like it, and it may end up being that. I hope not. Um, there are grassy weeds, and there are broadleafed weeds. Okay, so broadleaf weeds are things that are not grasses. They're the catch-all category of everything else, clover, dandelions, poison ivy, dichondra, anything that isn't a grass. Okay, so that's that's two categories. That's, that's a way you can divide this population into two different parts, uh, okay. grasses and broadleaf weeds. There's another way you can divide this population of things you don't want into two different categories. Are they annuals or are they perennials? Do they live from one year to the next or do they come up from seed every time? Crabgrass is an annual. It comes up every spring and finishes its life cycle by the fall. Uh, Dallas grass is perennial. It comes back from its roots. So that's another way you can divide these things. And the third way you can divide them is uh, for, for the, uh, well, it's for all of them, but especially for the annual weeds, are they cool season or warm season? When do they do their growing? Um, 
So that's really important with the annual weeds because it determines when. I'm, I'm trying to keep it as simple as I can so I don't lose people listening. Um, that's really important because you, you can use a pre-emergent weed killer to kill annual weeds before the seeds germinate. That's what we're talking about right now, to put out a pre-emergent weed killer the last week of August or the first week of September to kill the winter weeds before they germinate. That's the timing that is so critical. In my electronic newsletter night before last, I used the phrase in red letters all the way through it, you get one chance. I've never done that before. I thought, you know, I'm just going to harp on that phrase. You get one chance. And that chance is a two-week period from August 25 to September 5. And I've extended just a little bit because here it is the 21st of August. That's okay. Go ahead and do it now. If you if you have the stuff, it's okay. Um, and if you want to go to Labor Day, that's fine. That's a couple extra days. But in that time period, you get that one chance, and that's all. Um, if you wait any longer... Those winter weeds are going to germinate, and you've blown it. Okay, so that's for the that's for the cool season annual weeds, like annual bluegrass, rescue grass, and ryegrass. I get more calls on those than I do on all other weeds combined, and it, it they come up in April and May. Neil, what is this weed I have all through my lawn? How can I get rid of it? And I have to tell people that that control measure you missed. By a bunch that came back in at Labor Day. Labor Day, yeah, that's when you should have put out a pre-emergent weed killer, Dimension or Halts or Bayland. All right, so that's one thing to deal with. Your crabgrass application would be around May 15. Uh, I'm sorry, March 15, repeated June 15, 90 days apart. Same products for warm season weeds. Crabgrass is a warm season weed. So it's the it's same, same products, and, yeah, same products, but applied twice because we have such a long growing season. So March 15 repeated uh, June 15. So that's that's for the annual weeds. Now we get to the the tough one, and that's the Dallas grass. We used to have a product called MSMA. It's monosodium methyl arsenate. I used to not mention it by a full name because of the arsenate part at the end, and. It got pulled off the market about 10 years ago because of the arsenic in it. And arsenic is an, a naturally occurring element in the soil. And, and even with that, people were upset about it. And, and I, I'm not getting into the politics of it, but um, the, those who did get into it from the universities felt that it did not need to go away. But it went away for consumers. It's still out there for some commercial uses. And some of the some of the pest, the uh, licensed pest control companies, lawn care companies, I think still have it and still use it for certain uses. Um, but it's the only thing that will kill Dallas grass without killing Bermuda grass. So I, I just state that I don't recommend it. I, I, and consumers um, are not supposed to be using it unless you bought it 10 years ago and, and still have the old product, which would be fine if you have it. Um, people tell me, oh, I bought a $100 worth out of Canada. I guess it's still sold somehow, but I'm just telling you what I hear, not what I'm recommending. And sure. it, worked, it worked beautifully, but uh, you, you might talk to a lawn care company. That's going to cost a bit to do an acre, but, but that's the only thing, and it's very effective. I got rid of about half an acre of it at our church, not, not the current church, but a Lutheran church in Farmer's Branch many years ago. Uh, using MSMA in in Bermuda. If I have a garden in the midst of all this, I certainly wouldn't put it in the garden because that's not where the problem is. But does it leach through the soil to the other areas? No, not okay. at all. Good. No, I'm not. I'm not recommending. Please, I don't no. want anybody saying, "Hey, I heard him recommending." I'm not. I'm just stating that it was used for decades, and and uh, it apparently is still somewhat out there. I don't know. If you pick it by hand, does it come back anyway? Dallas grass? Yeah. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Uh, it, I don't think you could get rid of it, digging it by hand. And if you had a few plants of it, yes, that would be a good way to get rid of it. Uh, this, just, is, 
The yard is fifty percent. I know. The, the only other option, Anne, is to is to spot spray with with a glyphosate, the original Roundup, and just kill it flat out. Kill it. Just Roundup with just a glyphosate. No other, no other weed killer involved. And if you do that, then then uh, if it's just the glyphosate. Um, it will not contaminate the soil. You can come back and, and replant or let the grass grow back in. Uh, but you also have to remember that every Dallas grass seed is uh, viable. It, it does not require pollination, and so all of those seeds can germinate. So it's a nightmare. So anyway, that's the best I have. I, I could talk another half hour, and, and really I'd lose all my radio audience. But that's, well, that's you know, I think you might want to uh, hire somebody to come in and do it commercially and get it done uh, if they have access to something that would do it. Some of the commercial companies do have access to products that will work. Okay, well, I appreciate your help. Thank you. All right. Thanks for the call very much. Arborological Services. I had a, a consultation yesterday with Steve Hauser at a uh, at a residence. Uh, I was just kind of fly on the wall kind of a thing, and I love this company, Arborological Services, the experts your trees deserve. Nothing was ever more truly stated. This is just the best company there is in terms of tree care. Steve Hauser, Kevin Bassett, and Russell Peters are all Arborists of the Year for the state of Texas different years. They have all been selected, that lofty title. That's pretty awesome because most companies would love to have one person in their staff that they could say, this is the Arborist of the Year in the state, best it gets. Steve was the third person named in this state when they started giving out that award. He was the third person so named and so well-deserved. And I'm just proud to stand alongside him. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists on their staff. There are lots of tree care companies out there that don't have anybody who's a certified arborist. Oh, gosh. Wouldn't you want to have the best company around? That would be Arborological Services. They have college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. Uh, Russell Peters has his master's degree in plant pathology, specializing in oak wilt. And uh, they also have an 11-time Texas State tree climbing champion on their team. And uh, Miguel Pastanez, in fact, he was North American tree climb uh, tree climbing champion in 2015. And to that, I can only say, oh, my gosh. In fact, Miguel leads the team that comes to our house. They'll be at our house this coming Friday. So I am proud to tell you about them. I am in awe of their work. You will be, too. Get them on your trees. You'll love them. Arborological Services. Online, it's arborological.com. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter, at The Tree Experts. Take a look on their website at all the give back they give to the community. Arborological.com. Arborological Services, 866-552-7267. That's 866-552-7267. Arborological Services. At the top in 30 minutes past the hour, we get to the bottom. Here's the bottom line of today's top stories. Excessive heat. Russia. Border wall. Our economy. Blue Families are paying more. For top of mind awareness, real news and information, 570-KLIF-KLIF.com. Let's talk about eGardens. My free electronic newsletter comes from my computer to your uh, computer. Um... I got that right. Your email, that's where it comes. I had to think for a second. Something didn't sound right. And uh, it is free and it is weekly. It comes Thursdays, just a little after 6 p.m. I do almost all of the writing for eGardens. Uh, one of the stories that I write each week is a featured plant of the week. Another is a featured question of the week, something that has come up repeatedly. And uh, another is gardening this weekend where I point out things that need to be done. Uh, from that Thursday evening until the the uh, the following Sunday evening, just things that are very timely based on the time of year. Neil Sperry's E Gardens. I think you'll enjoy it. As I say, it is free. You have you have to subscribe to it though. You have to do that, and you do so at my website. You can actually see what it looks like before you subscribe. Go to neilsperry.com. N E I L S P E R R Y. Dot com. Click on that eGardens tab. I'll see you there. Neil Sperry's 
eGardens at neilsperry.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. We're talking this week about the evolution of landscapes. Let's talk about taming tall plants. Like children, young plants look handsome and harmless. Then they become teenagers and your struggles begin. Both our plants and our children become large and boisterous. We do our best to control them, but try as we will, they seem to ignore all of our efforts to guide them. There are several good reasons that we end up with the wrong plants for our spaces. Maybe we never looked at the plant tag to see how tall or wide it would grow. Maybe we never sought the help of a Texas certified nursery professional. Or maybe we just assumed we could keep a plant in bounds by pruning as needed. We soon discovered that as needed turn into a weekly chore, and that four-foot plant we thought we had turns into a 14-foot giant. Maybe it's time to remodel the landscape, take that one out, and replace it. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. There's that old e-gardens everywhere you go. Let me tell you about Ace is the place. It's the place with those helpful hardware folks, the folks you hear in the rejoinders here in my program. They sponsor both hours of the program, and you hear those rejoinders because uh, because I want you to hear their voices. I want you, when you go into your neighborhood, Ace Hardware, I want you to remember the name and the and the voice. And seek out that person and say, hey, I heard you on the radio, and I thank you for sponsoring Neil's program. I hope you'll do that. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Ace Premium Wild Bird Food. 20-pound bags. Get two bags for $20. That's a deal. Ace Premium Wild Bird Food helps wild birds through times of stress, brought on by breeding and migration. Vitamins and minerals have been added to the mix. The mix attracts bluebirds, cardinals, chickadees, grosbeaks, blue jays, nuthatches, finches, sparrows, other desirable birds. It's rich in sunflower and white millet. Birds' favorite seeds. That is the Ace Hardware Special, and, and you can get in and talk to them, and they'll be happy to help you. Experts with advice you can rely on. No matter what you're working on or where you are, Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. It's a non-stop news cycle. What did the military advise the president? They expected this chaos. Right now, we are focused on bringing every single American home. If you're not scared of COVID, you need to be scared of your hospital system collapsing. Full coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. KLIF KLIF.com. I hope that you are scared of COVID. I really hope you are. I lost a, a good friend last night to COVID. And out of respect, I hope that uh, I hope you wear a mask, and I hope that you have had your vaccination, and I hope you are respectful of others and are very careful. Please, we have a uh, we have an eleven. Uh, I'm sorry, a nine year old. We have a nine year old grandson who is uh, well. It's it's Nolan who uh, was in the hospital for uh, a long time back when he was three in children's and uh, without getting into a lot of family things I'll just tell you that that he has to be very very careful until he can get a vac- vaccine and so we're the ones sitting out on the hot patio with when we go out to eat or do anything and uh, please please be respectful of people who are concerned thanks this, this has been kind of a tough afternoon thinking about my friend that I lost since 1983, the experts at Whiskey Stone have been leaders across the Metroplex, turning landscaping dreams into reality. This is a great company. 22 acres in size, Whiskey Stone, the largest hardscape selection in Texas. Natural stone for building and landscaping projects. They're just great, Whiskey Stone. And you know what's even nicer? You know what's even nicer, and that's the people who own and operate Whiskey Stone. I think a business reflects itself from the top down. You see it all the time. Company is no better than the top person, and and that that way of thinking is handed down to the the next person down, the next person all the way down to the people who bust the tables. If the person at the top is a nice person, 
Odds are that everybody in that restaurant will be nice. Everybody at Whiskey Stone will be nice. You'll be treated wonderfully when you go there because Mike and Derek Wisnat, a second and third generation in this family business, because they are such nice men. You're going to like this experience very much. They're leaders in the nursery industry, and they will help you. Their people will help you at Whiskey Stone. It's in southeast Fort Worth. It's 22 acres of gorgeous stone to finish your landscaping projects off. Beautiful stone. 4501 East Loop 820 South. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Fort Worth. For more information, visit their website at whiz-q.com, whiz-q.com, or give them a call at 817-429-0822, WhizQ Stone. I'm Scott from Liquid Ace Hardware in Dallas. When you need reliable, localized help for those gardening products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Scott, very, very much. Let's go back to the phones to Doreen in Boyd. Doreen, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello. Hi there. Uh, I have a problem with uh, knockout roses. Okay. Maybe a few more details. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I bought a bunch of them, and um, they were on clearance. Their flowers said pretty This was like a couple years ago. And I put them in my landscape not in an ideal place with not enough sun, and so they didn't do well. So I dug them up, and I put them in pots, thinking, oh, I'll take better care of them in the pots, but I didn't. So now I'm wondering, should I just pitch them and get some actual roses? What do you think of knockout roses in general? Okay. Uh, Number one, when they were introduced into the market, I thought they were the greatest thing going. They were beautiful. Texas A&M put them through the tests of the Earthkind Rose Program, and I think two, maybe three of them, I think two, were selected as Earthkind um, uh, Texas Superstar Roses. Um, however, mm-hmm. in, in the last 10 years, they have kind of led the charge in uh, susceptibility to a Rose Rosette virus. And I don't know mm-hmm. that they're any more susceptible to rose rosette virus than any other rose, but because they have been used in such mass quantity close to one another, uh, the virus has, has really spread through the plantings and has really hurt them badly in the Metroplex. Uh, I had a knockout in my landscape out in the country, just one, and it, it uh, managed to go for eight years without having any uh, rosette virus. But it came down with it this year, and I had to take the plant out. The disease showed up. The mites, the microscopic mites, somehow wafted their way in from somebody's landscape way down the road. There, there's not another rose within a mile of my house. And uh, somehow hmm. they got there. So that, that's, that's what happens. Uh, I, without going into a 40-minute explanation, let me tell you, I have on my website a lot of photos of it if you want to look. Uh, it is okay. uh, neilsperry.com, but the, you will see strong, very strong bull canes in the plant in the spring that are two or three times the size of the normal rose cane in, in an otherwise normal plant. Buds won't open mm-hmm. properly in the spring. Uh, you will see uh, a very strong reddish color and a lot of extra thorns on those stems that are affected. It won't be the whole plant at the same time. And then over a period of a year or two, the plant will die. But essentially what mm-hmm. you did was you bought a uh, uh, flower that was about out of date, milk that was about out of date. You set it on the counter and waited about a month, and you tried to bake <laughs> the bread and or whatever right. you were cooking. And, and uh, then you decided you'd put it in another pan and you wondered why the cake didn't turn out well. And so, you know, I, I think I think if you want to try roses again, I would I would buy in the spring and get a really healthy, beautiful plant at the beginning of the season, not some leftover thing, and, and give it a fair chance. Okay, okay. And I did yeah. read. I, I got your book, and I read the section about roses. Good. So I, I do see that I really screwed them up as far as the best <laughs> soil was prepared. <laughs> 
It was just terrible. Well, give them a fair okay. chance. And, uh, and if, if you don't have the rose rosette virus, then they can do very well for mm-hmm. you. But it is just such a deal breaker mm-hmm. if, if it is in the neighborhood that, that you need yeah. to make sure you don't have it around you somewhere. But I better run. I appreciate your call, Doreen. Good luck with Thank them. You so much. Thanks for the call. You bet. Let me go to Kelly in Dallas. Kelly, this is Neil. Good good afternoon. Neil, hello. Uh, pleasure to speak with you. Thank you. We have about a 60-year-old oak tree, a live oak tree in our front yard. Uh, we've lived there for about uh, 20 years or so. For the first time during that uh, 20 years, I, I've seen a lot of dying leaves and I fear branches um, yes, in sir. the tree. Mostly they started up you know, in the upper reaches of the tree, but they've uh, spread uh, throughout, and I'm concerned about losing the tree. Well, I've seen hundreds that look like that, and, and so you're not alone, that's for certain. Um, the story I put in eGardens about three weeks ago, uh, and Steve Hauser helped me write it, uh, actually Steve wrote most of it uh, from Arborological Services, was that if you have a live oak that has 50% or more of its leaf canopy, uh, normal leaf canopy, it probably will survive. If it is uh, less than 50%, it's uh, a little bit uh, at risk, a lot at risk. And if it's way below 50%, then it is in terrible risk. Um, I, I, I can show you every gradation from uh, 0% leaves to 100% leaves. Uh, anywhere along that line you want, trees that were not impacted, the trees that are already dead and have been are, are about to be taken out. Um, so at, at this point, the best thing you can do is, is uh, you, you may want to have a certified arborist look at it and determine whether it needs to be removed or whether it can be thinned out uh, to get rid of the dead branches. Um, is is there a lot of strong growth within the the canopy just farther down in it or or what's the status yes yes there is well then it's probably going to fill back in again Uh, every tree has been its own individual this year and they're all reacting differently but you're describing something unfortunately we've seen very often that we've not seen anything like this this is in reaction to the 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 cold uh, the cold okay yes sir yeah the other thing that you need to look for that will be another telltale thing will be the bark down near the the ground the the bottom four feet of the trunk if the bark is splitting badly and separating uh, that's a very bad sign uh, it doesn't mean that the tree's lost but but if it's really splitting and and falling off then that that means that part or all of the top is going to be lost so if it's sure not then that's a good sign i sure do thank you for your your advice all right good luck with it thanks for the call all right, let me tell you about my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Now in the fifth printing, uh, you can get it by contacting my office or by going to my website. <clears throat> it's as simple as that. I self-published it. I did not want to go through a publishing house, and I didn't want to put it in stores. I wanted to be able to sign every copy, and, and I can do that. We've sold 67,000 copies. I did not sign the first three or 4,000 because it was late in, in publishing, and I needed to get it in the hands of those who had bought it. And uh, beyond that, every one of them I have signed and we have mailed. And my wife and I make the trek to the post office. Occasionally, I'll get somebody to help me deliver them to the post office, but most of the time, it's us. And uh, and I'm happy to do that. It really has been fun. It's been a fun experience. This book covers all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas. Wherever you can hear me, this book will apply to your area. Lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit and vegetables. It took me a lifetime to, to learn what I have put into this book. It took me a year to get it put in. Uh, Carolyn Skye was my editor with this book. And Cindy Smith, the graphic designer, those ladies are the best it gets. Dear friends, and I'm, I'm really happy with this book. 344 pages, 840 photos, not in stores, not on Amazon. You order it from my office by calling my office or by going to my website. All the information is at the website at neilsperry.com. It's only $36.95 plus tax and postage. I will sign your copy after you buy it. Simple as that. So that's at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Or you can call uh, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, 
800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. But the better way by far is to order it at neilsperry.com right now. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. All right, let me tell you about Mueller right now because that is a company you may want to do some business with. I hope so. A lot of businesses use Mueller buildings and a lot of homeowners use Mueller buildings. Maybe you want a Mueller greenhouse. Whatever it is, Mueller is ready for you. The message this time, though, goes back almost a 100 years. The 1930s were difficult times for America. The country was in the Great Depression. Jobs were scarce, but hopes remained high. It was during that time that Mueller started making metal products. Now, 90 years later, the Mueller name is known across the South as having the finest quality steel and workmanship. Mueller and its products, they understand what it means to weather a storm. They've been through a lot of storms. A Mueller metal roof is made to last and protect you and your most valued possessions from the harsh weather we're accustomed to in our area. A Mueller metal roof can endure the intense sun, the heavy rain, hail, snowstorms for years to come. That's much longer than a conventional roof. If you want peace of mind for the future, choose a metal roof for your home. A roof that's made by Mueller. Visit MuellerInc.com to learn more and to find a location near you. You'll see why a Mueller metal roof is the best thing to put over your head. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. I better be spelling Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-268-3553 or stop by one of their 33 locations. That's Mueller. They're made in America. And they're made to last. It's MuellerInc.com. I'm David Agnew with Traeger Woodfire Grills. You can see them at all North Texas Ace Hardware stores. Ace is the place with Traeger Grills and the helpful hardware folks. Thank you, David, very, very much. That man loves his Traeger. He loves what he gets to do for a living. And Traeger, they have the wood pellets out of all the different kinds of woods for the different flavors. We have a Traeger 885 ironwood that came from Ace, and uh, David taught us how to use it. You can bake chocolate chip cookies. You can bake bread in it. That's kind of cool. You ought to give it a try. And so... Thanks to David Agnew. And, and now, right now, we give thanks also to our pastor, Pastor Tommy Brummett. Tommy, how you doing? Hey, Neil, how are you today? I'm doing great. I'm indoors. <laughs> it's hot out there. Isn't it? Oh, my goodness. I went out yesterday to help a, an arborist friend of mine and, and a, a neighbor and one of his neighbors and uh, on a consultation on some, some trees. And Oh, my gosh. I could not get home fast enough. We were going to go out to out to eat outdoors with our son and his kids, and and I had to take a shower before I could eat outdoors. Golly, it was hot. I was just watching birds, but I'm inside. They're outside. I'm watching them out my back porch window. Uh, well, tell us what kind of birds you're watching today. Oh, I've got uh, I've got woodpeckers, uh, downy woodpeckers, and I've got lots of. Uh, Tufted titmice, and I've got uh, little chickadees. Look like new little uh, hatched and fledged chickadees out my back window. I've got three or four of them dancing around, and their feathers look just brand new. They look a little small. I think these. I think these are new ones. They may have just come out. Do you put nests out, uh, nesting boxes for any of the little songbirds? I do. So a lot of those are cavity nesters. Uh, the 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 uh, Carolina wrens and. Uh, the chickadees and the uh, the little woodpeckers, and so I've got a couple of uh, boxes out. And uh, at the end of every season, I'll clean those out, and and they can start anew. And sometimes they use them, and sometimes they don't. But they're there for for the for the taking. Just in case, I got you. Just in case, mm-hmm. I bought one and didn't get it out. I'm I'm really good at that, Tommy. It sat on the front porch. I'm really good at that. <laughs> 
You know, it, 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 you it looked out of place I, on the porch and it, it never got used. I got one. I put one. I set one down on the on the handrail on my back porch. Uh, never quite got to putting it up, and next thing I knew, I had a bird in it. So <laughs> I just left it there. Yeah, the bird said, "Yeah, he's never going to get it out there. I better That's use it here." He was, was tired of waiting. Yeah, really. Well, tell us about hummingbirds. How uh, how active are they right now? So at my house, hummingbirds are very active. At any given moment, I can look out and see three or four hummingbirds around my feeders. I have about four feeders in different places in my backyard, and uh, I, I think they are starting to move right now. I've got I've got more hummingbird activity than I have all season, uh, so that indicates that they may be getting ready uh, to head south. They'll go down, fly across the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, and spend the winter down in South America, these little ruby-throated hummingbirds. So we're about to start seeing a bunch come through. I remember last year, the end of September, I'd have six, seven, eight hummingbirds um, off my back porch, just fighting each other and trying trying to get some nectar and get stocked up for the trip. They are the most aggressive little birds, and and people think of them as docile, sweet little things, and they are just they're just well, the, the, as we've said before, the uh, the aggressive ones fluff up, and they're the bully birds. They chase everybody off. <laughs> they go from feeder to feeder. Just get yeah, just get yeah. out of here. Yeah, the Mesoamerican tribes used the hummingbird as a symbol for their god of war. As a matter of fact, so uh, yeah, they are they are tough little tough little birds, and so. Right now is a great time to put out your uh, nectar. You know, that's that's just one part, one part sugar to four parts water. Mix that up. Don't put any dye in it. Just keep your feeders clean. Clean them about every four or five days right now, and, and uh, you'll have you'll have hummingbirds in your backyard. Or three or four days at these temperatures, Tommy. It is so that's hot. That's true. That is true. That you is can't true. clean too often. That, that never hurts. Uh-huh. Um, the... Uh, the high perch hummingbird feeder is is the one that I have, and that's just a shameless plug for Wild Birds Unlimited. But that has really worked out well at our house, and I'm really, really proud to recommend them because they they hold up well, and and they're bigger, and they you know wait well, they have small ones too. But anyway, uh, I put mine out far enough away that the birds are away from the window; they don't uh, don't have any problem with them running into the windows, and so that that helps. So, you know, there, it has not been as much bird activity at our feeders as uh, at our regular bird feeders, seed feeders, as there normally is. So that's kind of a quiet time, and that'll pick right back up again, I guess, won't it? They're just yes, they're it will. Yes, it will. Heat. Yeah, I'm trying to get through the heat. And if you really want to uh, look at birds, get up early. Uh, be- before the sun comes up, you'll hear the birds singing. Uh, I've got Carolina wrens and chickadees and mockingbirds out my, out my back window. Uh, before the sun rises. That's a great idea. And it's more tolerable to be out there to enjoy them, too. Pastor Tommy Brummett at First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney, sharingtheheart.org. That's our church. And Tommy's uh, service is streamed online at 10.05. There are other services, sharingtheheart.org. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you, Neil. God bless. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until tomorrow on BAP, happy gardening.